0: Hi, I'm Ron Moorhead, and you're listening to the Paranomaly Zone.
1: Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does A ghostly apparition in the dark of night.
0: sacrifice, dogs and cats, living together. That's a Mike, uh, Mike, important question of the evening. Would you float on the surface of the ocean if you had a chance? And I'm not talking like you know, twenty feet out, or thirty feet out, or even fifty feet out, you know, or a hundred feet out, or five thousand feet out. Well, maybe five thousand hmm. feet out. Oh my God! I'm talking in the smack dab middle of the ocean, whichever ocean you prefer. Would you take a dive and just sit there and float for, hmm, let's say, half hour?
1: Uh, float
0: on what, like a like an inner tube? Or Yourself? A, would you a kayak? Would you? <laughs> Would you, okay, let me rephrase that. Would you swim?
1: Would you tread water? Tread water. Dog paddle in a circle.
0: Would you do that if you had the opportunity? Even if you were surrounded by, (sighs) let's say you were on an ocean-going vessel, and it was, for whatever reason, it shut down. It was you know, taking a maintenance break or what have you, and its passengers, its crew were allowed to take a dive into the ocean if he or she chose to do so would you be among those who dove into the ocean and and just sat there and did your thing (laughs)
1: uh (laughs) absolutely freaking not
0: okay all right no okay
1: no i okay i have been in the south china sea and i i i floated there and i i you know snorkeled a bit beautiful loved it but did i go past maybe Forty feet from the beach? No. <laughs> and would I? No.
0: He says nay, <laughs> a big old fat nay to that one for for Mike, and I agree with you. That's yeah. uh it's yeah, ridiculous. The idea of that or the image, the, the, the thought of that just creeps the hell out of me. <laughs> um and you, you know what would happen to me? I'd be treading water. I hope you wouldn't sink.
1: Uh no. Okay.
0: To but I'd be treading water,
1: and all I would picture in my mind is the movie poster of Jaws, and and that's what would happen to me.
0: Now, it's funny you brought that up because you know that they do have across the country on occasion, you know, on occasion, but usually around the Fourth of July, they have like gatherings, get-togethers, parties, so to speak. Almost like the old drive-in theater vibes. Yet the drive-in theater is floating out on a raft. Well, not the theater itself, but you know, (laughs) like the screen is out on a raft in the middle of a lake, and all the viewers are floating on inner tubes with their feet dangling in the deep, dark, dank waters. I don't know if they're dank.
1: I've seen that. I've seen that before.
0: Now, would you be willing to do that? (laughs) Let's say go out about let's say then about 30 40 feet treading water or floating on an inner tube watching jaws at night in a
1: in, a, in, in the a, lake. No, I wouldn't even do it in a freaking lake oh, okay you, hey, you know better than I do even what can be in those lakes of Minnesota. I will not have my foot shredded by a muscalung. <laughs> Will not or a great northern pike?
0: Oh man, yeah, those things have nasty ass teeth, baby. Oh my goodness gracious,
1: razor sharp! It would be like taking a a mouthful of razor blades and just you know engulfing your foot in it or something. I
0: know. Can Can you just say for our listeners and for me? Can you just say pointy pointy teeth? (laughs) Little pointy teeth. Okay, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Run away! <laughs> now those are yeah, like you said, the pike, the you know the northern pike, the muskellunge. Yeah. I always say muskellunge. You say muskellung. Yeah, I, you know, I uh, have no idea. Oh my gosh, it's so,
1: probably lunge because they, you know. It's well, it's more... got that
0: e at the end of it, so that's why I've always pronounced it like that. But you sure. could be right. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we have good sized walleyes up here too, and the walleyes oh, hell have yeah. nasty and they have
1: teeth. sharp teeth.
0: I mean, Christmas. Bass, largemouth, yes. those things are known to take a nip or two if you get in their yeah, way. Yeah, but and... they don't
1: really have teeth, though. They're, they're, well, they're, they got they the... got little, little,
0: little tiny, 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 tiny pointy, teeth. tiny, tiny, little, pointy teeth. But what I'm saying is that they're they're nasty. They can be. Uh... Yeah. But anyways, well, I've I think... heard
1: stories of somebody sitting on a dock with their feet in the water and getting them shredded.
0: No, oh, I 100% believe you because, and I
1: don't use the word shredded loosely. That shreds your everything
0: muskies can get up to what 50 inches 60 inches i mean yeah 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 they're monsters and they're
1: i don't know what the record is but yeah
0: yeah so i think i agree with you i would not float in the middle of a lake while watching jaws um my mind Uh, would go haywire for one thing um
1: and as i've gotten older and my 61 years on this planet of ours uh it's your planet It's already been, it's already been years that I decided that I, I won't even, I'm not even going to swim in a lake period anymore.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't even
1: walk in them. If I walk in them, I can only go so far because as soon as the water touches that vulnerable area, (laughs) even just a little bit, I'm done (laughs) that cold. It just, you know it's gone it shrinks it pulls back in and it's gone well i wasn't going to
0: ask you what vulnerable part you were referring to but i think you made it pretty clear i thought you were going to say like i thought you were going to start complaining about you know leeches getting stuck between your toes and other fun stuff like that
1: i don't like those (laughs) but uh i I don't like the cold worse i mean it's my balls i'm talking about okay
0: okay thank you for clarifying thank you for clarifying you know as long as we're going on and on about nothing uh really pertaining to the episode well I guess so yeah we're it talking does about pertain. we're yeah, talking it's- about monsters of the deep for gosh sakes this is gonna be a fun conversation for sure I mean we're n- we're not necessarily focusing on anything paranormal or mysterious but definitely strange I think it falls into these strange categories some of these bizarre absolutely bizarre literal monsters of the deep we're talking both real life and perhaps not so real life yes. but how Very cryptid-type,
1: seagoing...
0: Oh, man. Monsters. Anomalies, what? yes. But before we move on to that, I have to ask you one more important question. As a former Minnesotan, and you are a NODAC, Um yes. but as a former Minnesotan, you are familiar that this is the land of 10,000 lakes, far more than 10,000 lakes. Far more, yes. Are you familiar? And did you, did you ever have swimmer's itch, Mike?
1: No. Uh um Probably because I was older enough to know that I don't go in okay. lakes <laughs> I don't swim in lakes and it's been years <laughs> many and, oh. and if there's a sign posted caution swimmer's itch
0: yes exactly you know I
1: know <laughs> that, that is a that is a, a a creatures of the not so deep.
0: No, but they are gross in many uh many ways themselves. Uh yes. yeah, it's without grossing out our listeners who may not be familiar, um you don't want swimmers itch. I got it on my like I think it was my ninth birthday. We went swimming. It was my birthday no. party. Went swimming at the lake and well, guess what? Got those lovely bumpy rashes and got those little itzy bitsy microscopic creatures living under your yep. skin and itched I've like heard, uh, I've
1: heard they can be
0: bad. Oh god, it was just like but uh, it's funny as, as a Minnesotan, you know, min, you know, swimmer's itch sounds common. I remember being at a hotel in a town not too far from here, and obvi- obviously, it was a tourist because he was coming up to the front desk. I was in the lobby for some reason. Maybe I was staying there, and the guy walks up to the front desk. You're and
1: getting a donut.
0: I was probably getting a donut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though I don't really eat
1: donuts, right. But I know uh, you don't.
0: Maybe I was. Maybe it was. Who knows. Um, but this gentleman walks up to the walks up to the front desk and he asks her, "So this lake doesn't have that Minnesota lake disease, does it?" And so, <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's like, "Yeah, you're not from around here, are you, buddy?" But well, as long as you
1: wrap it, it'll be fine, and you won't get anything, any kind of a disease. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's it's no fun, but whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. but it's a real thing, and it is
0: bad. Yeah. And you know what else is a real thing, believe it or not, is the Paranomaly Zone podcast, your weekly dose of all things. Hey, you guessed it, paranormal, strange, and mysterious, as I said before. We're focusing a little bit more on the strange aspect tonight. But mine, Weekly
1: and freaky.
0: Absolutely. Uh, my name is anyway. Patrick Goffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the formerly profusely bleeding from his appendages... <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mike Carbno, a couple episodes ago, I, I uh, burst out and, 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 and gushed blood from my nostrils in the middle yes. of the episode. And now before recording, Mike suffered a near fatal nick on the tip of his finger. Are you OK? Well,
1: yeah, actually, it was a few days ago and I I, uh, I don't I don't do so well with knives anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> and yeah. I put one hell of a cut on my index finger on my left hand which I should have went and got stitches. I mean,
0: but you know, oh, it's I was that raised bad. to, that oh bad, yeah, man.
1: absolutely. I was raised to, uh, by my father to, oh, you pinch that together and put a bandaid on it real tight. You'll be fine. Now go play. Hell yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. That kind of thing. Yep. So I did that and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so You know, yep. and I had to have a bandaid off it sometimes so I could kind of dry up and heal. But uh, it's healing into a extremely large, wide opening.
0: (laughs) It's a crevasse in Mike's body.
1: Yeah, and uh, it—you know—it. I don't know what I bumped it on, but it started bleeding really bad. And
0: well, I'll tell you what—you bumped it on. You bumped it on your giant salt ball thing, whatever the hell that is. Your salt lamp that looks (laughs) like a (laughs) looks like a looks like a you know calcified ball of some sort. I'm not sure, but it was sitting on. Your lovely, lovely, um, how would I describe that? Well, it's that skeleton. It's kind of an ornamental skeleton that's sitting behind It's about
1: three feet long, two and a half feet long, and yeah. it's skeletal.
0: We, we've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, and Mike mentioned before we started recording, we should ask our listeners to submit names for said skeleton. Um, yeah,
1: because it's always going to be on here. Yeah.
0: Mike, you need to do me a favor. I'm going to remind yes. you. You need okay. to take a nice picture of your skeleton... Yes. And you need to post it on, on the Twit um, or the X, whatever the hell it's called. I will never call it X. Um, right. Post it on the Twat and see if our uh, listeners feel, you know, maybe they will feel obligated or they're so bored and have nothing else to do. They will suggest names for that lovely yeah. stuff behind you right now. And the winner gets... Um, something. Yeah, Something. <laughs>
1: You know, we have both got so much crap around our <laughs> podcast desks. I mean, not crap because <laughs> I mean you have extremely valuable Star Wars stuff, and I have just multitudes of collectible Funkos and figures, and
0: it's a menagerie. Everything. It's a menagerie of that's Mike's a, uh, passions. Yes, absolutely. So. You know that's a that's a way that um, AI is going to potentially be able to recreate our like essence a hundred years down the road after we're both long gone is that AI intelligence will be used. Well, AI intelligence as redundant. You know what I mean? Yeah. It will be used to, as I said, recreate the essence of you and I and whomever they choose mm-hmm. by doing like kind of online searches of what you've purchased, online searches of what you've looked at, online searches of any number of things, and it'll basically be able to recreate you. Hell, we have how many damn podcast episodes out there right now where they can absolutely copy our voices, copy our images, recreate us totally. A thousand years from now, maybe that's a little too long, a hundred years from now, you and I are long gone, but yet the essence, our our avatars, our podcast avatars, there can still go. be yeah. thriving. That's kind of terrifying. But,
1: you know, uh, I thought about that the other day. That you know, I uh, when I'm gone, there'll at least be uh, ourselves will be in the ether somewhere.
0: Dad, I know. That's it's a crazy thought. Um, yeah. What the hell? I want. I wonder if. I wonder what. What the. I wonder what the rule book is when it comes to like if you and there I, is no rules. If you and I die in a in a car crash on the way to the, the Sally house on our second adventure, what happens to the podcast? <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, I mean obviously there will be no more episodes, but will like our podcast provider somehow figure that out and then delete everything or will it be out there forever? Um uh, I
1: hope it's out there forever. I
0: Yeah, I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, we shall travel in time to the future and
0: see. We shall. Hmm. Well, Mike, let's get down to to business yes. here. Monsters of the deep. I love this topic. Um, it's fun stuff. We've, I know we've dove into this. No pun intended. Um, back in the day, as the Alternate Out podcast, I know as Paranomaly Zone, we've talked about like, you know, sea serpents and mermaids and. You know, focused on specific, like legendary, perhaps real life underwater sea creatures, sea beasts, right? Exactly. Like I said, this one's kind of focusing on legit real life creatures, monsters, beasts. We're going to talk about some legends, We're going to talk about the possibilities of them being legit. We're also going to throw out some, you know, maybe some deep thoughts, some hypotheticals. Yeah. We shall see where this conversation goes like
1: every episode we Absolutely. have no idea.
0: <laughs> now this this um this may be hard to believe but this topic even though it seemed like it popped into my brain this just today as i texted the idea to you i was uh, yes, influenced a few days ago the idea you know was kind of sparked up in this gigantic noggin of mine about monsters of the deep i saw a clip from a I believe it was on the Smithsonian Institute channel.
1: Oh, uh, I have I have that in my favorite on my
0: Yeah. TV. I mean it's it, it shows some pretty <laughs> great stuff, including a lot of really cool nature stuff, obviously. Oh yeah. And the the clip in uh that I want to focus on here, it was very brief, but it made me go, holy crap. That's a great point. Long story short, it was um they were professional divers. Uh, professional scientists, obviously, as opposed to those unprofessional. Jacques Cousteau. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't remember their names. It was. Was a fair... there
1: one with a red uh, stocking cap?
0: No, on. that was not Jacques Cousteau. Okay. Um, I with know a who very he...
1: large nose. I it. know who Jacques Cousteau was.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, thank you very much for uh, clarifying that. <clears throat> Long story short, too late. It was an expedition of some sort. They were tagging a 10-foot great white shark at one point. They were going to track this this shark, you know, which is yeah. a very common practice. The shark was tagged, successfully let go, swam away, you know, and they were able to follow it for over a year. And it was seemingly just doing fine on its own. When inexplicably, one day, when it was... I believe a hundred feet offshore, and this was a one of those offshore businesses where, it like, was an unbelievably steep drop, deep drop, 100, 200 feet out, where it just went wham straight down to a thousand feet, whatever it is. Sheesh. Yeah. But they're tracking this shark. It's alive because they're recording this body temperature. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're obviously following its moments. You know, or its moments. Its movements. Um, also following its special the moments
1: of its movements,
0: <laughs> following its special private moments that it yeah. has down below the surface,
1: turning their head when it urinates.
0: Oh yes, I mean the there no, it was, privacy. It was, but, yeah. it was a little bit of, a little invasion of privacy. I'll tell you that right now. But following this living creature, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, inexplicably, at a high rate of speed, this tagged shark just drops. I mean, it plummets. I mean, just at this you know, again, here's that word. It's my word for tonight. Inexplicable speed.
1: The it wasn't, it didn't dive. The,
0: no. that's, it, that's it, was, the,
1: it was pulled under by something extremely large.
0: That's kind of what I'm getting at is that yeah. the, the body temperature recordings and I'll spare you the details here. The gist of it is the body temp recordings related to the ultra-fast sinkage (laughs) plummeting could only be rationalized as such. This (laughs) nine-foot shark was inside the belly of another beast that... Plummeted that quickly, that fast.
1: What would you speculate in your mind that that could have been that was so huge <sighs> that you know, nine foot shark is still a very big shark.
0: It is. It's. A, it, um, it was a baby great could, white. I'm, I mean, that's a right, baby exactly.
1: size. Exactly. They get a lot bigger, but um, but that still is a very formidable shark. That, right. You know, in the ocean.
0: Now, the first I, the first thing that I think of is. Possibly a sperm whale. How's that sound? Sperm whales are known to attack on very large prey. Sperm well, whales they, dive to the deepest depths of the ocean damn near. Right. I mean, not that far, but you know what I'm getting at.
1: Right. Well, the sperm whale, the uh, the main diet, the preferred diet of a sperm whale is the giant squid. Right. I mean, the sperm whale will have scars. They found them with scars and you know from battling these things and, exactly
0: <laughs> and eating them uh huh nope that's yeah. yeah that's 100% true 100% true but the only thing that made makes me scratch my head was they they were able to find the tag the tag was found washed up on shore i remember okay. that part of the clip but the scientists were just baffled and befuddled so to speak about the speed that this thing plummeted at i mean yes whales can die but even at I mean sperm whales can dive to these unbelievable depths. Mm-hmm. But at that speed and at the you know the idea of this thing being swallowed whole. I mean yeah, sperm whales are ginormous. They can get up you know 50 60 feet.
1: Yeah, blue whales actually 100
0: feet. Yeah. I mean they're large. They're biggies. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of what sparked my 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 idea for this episode because right. the, the fun well, awesome. the fun thought is like my god like Mike like you said What the hell grabbed that thing? What the hell pulled it down? Um, Well, whatever it was, was monstrous.
1: Well, let's speculate a little deeper here. No pun intended. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) anyway, you know, what if it was? Okay. So, you know, when we talked about the giant squid, uh, I think the, what I read was uh, the largest on record was like 40 some feet. But they speculate that they can get to be like a hundred feet long. Now something that has tentacles that huge and they would be that powerful mm-hmm. from very deep and far away from this shark, it could it could grab it and just pull its tentacles in and suck it right down to where it needs to be. You know, and then taking that beak and chewing it, tearing it up. Oh. Possibility.
0: Oh, absolutely. Another one, possible. another
1: one, another one.
0: That's terrifying me- by the way. A, I mean, a squid. megalodon
1: came up from that deep and <laughs> swallowed it whole and and just
0: dove back down. <sighs> the meg- the megalodon dove back down. <laughs> yeah. Did I say it that way? Oh man, wouldn't that be something if a megalodon still existed? Wouldn't well, that be something? And why couldn't it? Well, I no, I get you. I get you. Why couldn't it? The ocean, I mean, it's be- we've said it so much it's become a cliche almost. The ocean, we know right. less about the ocean. I'm not talking about you and I, Mike. I'm talking right. about the smartest people in the world who spend their lives focusing on this and studying this. We know more about the surface of the moon than we do about our own oceans. Exactly. Uh, it's terrifying. Down there.
1: Well, there's not a whole <laughs> lot to know about the moon. It's dust. But I thought it was a ball of cheese. Dust and rocks. Oh. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I thought it was fake I mean everything about the moon is just an illusion oh,
1: yeah. right it it's it's a it's a government conspiracy okay <clears throat> anyway
0: how, did, how the hell did the <laughs> how the hell did the idea of it being a giant ball of cheese ever be thrown out there anyway well, it's that happen? yellow
1: and it's got the holes in it
0: oh that's true okay
1: <laughs> well it looks like holes in it if you look at it anyway <laughs> it
0: looks yellow well I guess on some nights it does look yellow
1: yeah. Anyways, or or uh, the color of a of a nice mozzarella
0: or a mozzarella slowly molding. Right? Yeah, one of the two.
1: Sure. Anyway, sure.
0: Okay. How you doing, listeners? You still with us. <laughs> <laughs> we do love all you guys, by the way. Believe it or not, we do get new. Absolutely. Listeners. We do get new listeners from time to time. So we appreciate all you guys. Um, I hope you stick around uh, for the long run. But it makes you think, though, Mike. What the hell is down there? Oh, Just yeah. what is down there, and who's to say what it, what are known as, what are labeled as, what are def- what creatures have been defined as prehistoric creatures or mm-hmm. extinct creatures? Well, the idea of them being extinct isn't too clear cut sometimes anymore. Oh, absolutely. Let's think about some real life monsters that we have known to exist based on fossil records, okay? What can be done in Davy Jones' locker? Wow, that was impressive. Before we started <laughs> recording, Mike did his impersonation of <laughs> E.T. from. Oh, my God, I got the chills. It freaked me out. I thought I was looking at the damn thing itself. I was waiting for Mike's neck to just extend four feet.
1: Uh, and the, you know, when E.T. gets scared and <laughs> runs away... And I, don't ask me to do, don't do it. Don't do it again. Be.
0: Don't do it again. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll have you do it on the next Patreon episode. How's that? There you, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe you can do the entire episode in E.T.'s voice. I Oh, be, no.
1: <laughs> how long would that episode last for you?
0: Eh, 30 seconds. <laughs> if that yeah. 30 seconds. So Patrick
1: um, was afraid when he saw, he, I it, was it scared him. He, he was a young child and he had a nightmare about it.
0: I did. I did. I was, Hey, it happens. Okay absolutely i saw the movie as a young young wee little lad and it creeped the hell out of me especially the scene where he was sick and he was like turning all white and stuff and i just (laughs) stop it
1: don't do that ever again anyway yeah warn me hey when i was a young kid i i had a a nightmare about uh, a twilight zone episode so it happens you know
0: i know it does i know it does but don't ever do that again Maybe I'll have okay. to get you do get you to do that, and I'll put it on the soundboard so I can. There uh, you
1: go. I can do it out of nowhere and see if it
0: shocks you. You know,
1: <laughs> just, yeah, fun times.
0: Where the hell was I? Oh yeah. Um, so prehistoric, yes. based on fossil records, monsters that we known to have existed. And we're talking about you know deep sea creatures. Um, we, obviously, we got you know we got the plesiosaurs. We got the. The, uh the forgive me here we got the pliosaurs we've got the mososaurs we've got the ichthyosaurs I mean we <laughs> cephalopods I mean yeah uh ginormous larger than life beyond capacity of knowledge in your tiny little brain to imagine gigantic crustaceans the size of volkswagen beetles
1: <laughs> you know uh, that was just going through my head before you said that oh sincerely I'm not kidding you, <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle. Well, yep. oh, there you go. I must have picked that up. What you're going to say? Go ahead.
0: That's. Well, I was going to say a little bit of synchronicity there, but not really. That's just kind of kind of a little bizarre. Working on the same way the same wavelength. There, I guess. But uh, yes, Mike, you will know, obviously mentioned the, uh, you know, the Megalodon, ginormous prehistory relative of the modern day Carcarodon Carcharodon great white, um, except about well, three times. Larger,
1: well, in in the megalodon teeth that are found, yeah, very common. Actually, finding you know in oh, places sure. where you wouldn't wouldn't mm-hmm. think there would be any sharks or fish or water at all.
0: Well, you yeah exactly. Well, you go you can walk the coastlines, you know, find yep. some beach and just go and check them out. Chance, yep. you know, not saying you'll luck out, but it's been known to happen. It's like whoa, what the hell is that six inch right. long sharp thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty, I actually have the tip of, of a prehistoric fossilized shark tooth back there. I can't, well, I, I'm not doing anybody favors. Before, by, yeah. It's back there! And people are listening <laughs> going, uh, thanks, dipshit. Yeah. Patrick is pointing
1: behind him somewhere.
0: I am pointing <laughs> with my pointy teeth. <laughs> pointy teeth? Is that even possible? I'm looking at my professional notes. Um, some of these prehistoric sea monsters, Mike, are truly terrifying. Um, oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Are, are you familiar with the, like, Plyrhodon, for God's sakes? I know it's totally exaggerated and featured in, like, the Jurassic World movies. Um, I'm saying exaggerated as far as, like, its size goes. I mean, it's still I... monstrous, but it's not nearly as large as, as they have um, portrayed it in, like, the, uh, the Chris Pratt Jurassic World movies. But just, like, imagine, like, the body... The body of a of a seal with the, the flippers of a of a whale, the head of an alligator, you know, and yeah. put that into like sixty feet long of fifty tons of terrifying bulk, and that's life blurred on for you. Then you have these gigantic bony fishes, lead sixties, Mike. Yes, I remember. I, I remember this crap. I love nerdy. Dinosaur, prehistoric monsters, stuff. Leeds. You and I sh-
1: have shared that since yeah. childhood. Yes. Yeah,
0: it's this thing is is the uh, largest bony fish ever, I believe. Theorized, maybe reach lengths of up to eighty-five feet, perhaps ninety feet. Just gigantic. What's it called? 60s. It's n- named after the uh, um, the explorer who found or discovered it. I should say.
1: Um, and it's a fish-like creature. Bony fish, baby. Bony wow. fish. I bet you can get a hell of a fish and chips off of that. <laughs> I'd put some vinegar on that and eat it. Anyway, go ahead. So great big long, piece of
0: fish. long story short, uh <laughs> point, you know, point pointless point attempting to be made. Monsters have existed, okay? Yes. Are all There's them truly, no doubt about that. Are all of them truly extinct? Ugh, it's so hard to say. People believe in something called Nessie, Mike, that still exactly. may reside yeah. in, in some loch over loch. in Scotland. Um, God, I'd love for that to be real. That was probably the Loch Ness Monster, Mike, was probably the cryptid that got me into my fascination of cryptids. Sure. You know, quickly overtaken by bigfoot. I mean, I was oh, yeah. blown away by the phenomenon of this supposed creature, but my gosh, everyone is familiar with Loch Ness and the fact that no one has either 100% proven it to be non-existent or 100% proven it to be exist, you know, to be an actual being adds to its uh allure, doesn't it, Mike? Right. Well, and because
1: of that, you know, we as much as we want it to be real and we believe that it could possibly be real. Um, do we really want it to be found out exactly just in case if it's not real?
0: That's a great question. And, the, and
1: then we lose everything for the last hundreds, how many hundreds of years?
0: That's a great you know? question. I know it's, it's kind of sad to think of that possibility.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I thought that thought popped in my brain the other night, Mike, I was thinking, you know, what should we do for some, some cool Patreon episodes and not, uh, I was like, maybe Mike and I should have a sincere discussion. Whereas the title of the topic is simply, what if we're wrong? And by that, I mean, what if nothing that we've talked about for the last however many years on this podcast, nothing, none of it is real. There's no such thing as ghosts. Bigfoot yeah. is, a, is a hoax. No such thing as, uh, like I said, the aforementioned Loch Ness. I, I wanna sit down and have a heart to heart with you and put ourselves in that mindset for a Patreon yeah, yeah. Patreon yeah. episode discussion of like what the hell would we do if all this was proven to be
1: a bunch of hooey? We would be talking about basket weaving right now.
0: No. No. <laughs> Why basket weaving? Oh my I,
1: god. It just first thing that popped into my head. Something other than cryptid monsters, <sighs> paranormal.
0: Is that are you down for that though for a good not to, I am not tonight at um uh, next week or uh sometime next week we'll do our we'll record our next Patreon episode. We have three new ones that we've recorded in the last three weeks if anyone is interested and in, uh a load of other cool stuff on the Patreon Paranomaly Zone page. Uh we'd love to see you guys. I am, a, you can, I am
1: actually gonna write in my book next page is what if yeah. anyway, go ahead. Oh, that, I cut you off there. No, so that's
0: I, no no that's that's great. <laughs> that's that's great. I was about ready to go into my um, I read, uh, uh, Necessary evil that I hate doing, but I'll keep it super short. Yeah, if you guys enjoy the podcast, if you've been a long-time listener and you're wondering, hey, I wonder what the hell the Patreon content is all about, well, no better way to fo- to find out than uh, check us out for one month at the low cost of one buck. I mean, obviously, you can sign up for three bucks or you can sign up for five bucks. You know, actually, that's wrong. I eliminated a $3 one. It's either one or five.
1: <laughs> well,
0: but you have access to all of the exclusive episodes for $1, including um, some fun stuff on there some audio, some video, some stuff from our own personal paranormal investigations, our blogs, our whole archive of alternate route podcast episodes, nonsensical radio episodes, for God's sakes. I mean, we're going back a long ways. You want you think we sound dumb now go listen to those old episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you eliminated the the middle price. Yeah, so because it, it, was, it was It's it's either it's either a dollar
0: or it's either the least or the most. There's no well, in between choice. Is that fair? Well, it's it, it was too convoluted. I thought I wanted okay. it to be simple. I mean, I okay. I don't want people to say, "Well, I want to I want this, but I don't want that, but yet that's offered there, but I, but I don't want to pay that. I don't want to do this." You know, I just want to make it simple. I want to say. Well,
1: wouldn't it make it more simple for the listener to go, oh, well, three dollars isn't that much more than a dollar. But five dollars, forget it.
0: That's very true. (laughs) true. I don't know. You know what? Wait, wait a minute. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, listeners. Didn't I didn't I do that already before we put the Patreon podcast on temporary hiatus? Didn't I remove the five dollar one? I lowered it to three. I thought I, I did that. Idea. Now, thanks for bringing that up because now I'm confused.
1: <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll check it later.
0: I, I actually, I think Mike is right. I think it's one buck or three bucks. I think that's exactly what it was because I think I removed the $5 tier before, like I said, we went on hiatus.
1: Yeah, because, well, because you realize that we're not worth $5. I think that's exactly it. <laughs> so
0: I think that's exactly it. Yeah, well, if you guys want to check out a bunch of cool content, though, we'd love to see you there. As little as one buck. There you go.
1: And we are worth five dollars. I was just kidding <laughs> I, about nope, that. No, Dang it. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> now, um, it brings up another uh, brief story, Mike. Um there is a, a, a portion of a book of mine that I just I finished it goddamn, going on probably about 10 times now. And I'm in the middle of it yet again. It's another Titanic book, yes, okay. Get over it. I have a ton of them, and I love them all. But the author of this book, his name is Charles Pellegrino, and he was um, lucky enough to be involved in James Cameron's 2005 expeditions down to the Titanic, 2004-2005, out on the gigantic uh, ocean-going research vessel, the Keldish, which um, also included a Russian team of scientists, get down to the nitty gritty on Charles' first descent down to the Titanic the night before. I mean, he was starting to, he was excited, but naturally he was becoming a little apprehensive. I mean, he's like, I'm going to go down two and a half miles to the bottom of the ocean to look at the, at the Titanic. What if I die? Right? I mean.
1: But <laughs> well, would you, would you take that dive personally? I mean, if you had the the oh, chance, man, I mean, I, I couldn't do it. I would For one to. thing, I couldn't hold my pee because I know they don't <laughs> got a bathroom down
0: there. Well, no, you you have little tubes you pee in. They got them right there. Oof, you you God. turn around yeah. and you know you have your little, you know turn around in the corner and go piddle piddle, and then you're you're good to go.
1: Well, you better not eat Mexican before. Well, you I was going to say, yeah, you
0: can go piddle piddle. I don't know if you can go pooey, pooey. I'm not well, sure. Well, and
1: I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about Mexican food or the culture because Mexican
0: food is my favorite food.
1: Mexican food, oh Mary and I love it. Uh, And the more authentic, the better. I mean, anyway, go ahead. Okay, Charles Pellegrino.
0: Um, He's apprehensive about this, and one of the Russian scientists just kind of casually, they're talking about what may be down there. We're talking about life, you know, and obviously every time they go down, they're just, you know, scooping, taking one scoop of sediment from the bottom of the ocean usually reveals 100 new forms of bacteria, for, you know, microscopic right. life that has hasn't been known to man before. Anyways,
1: fascinating <clears throat> it is.
0: <clears throat> the one Russian gentleman just kind of casually was talking to Pellegrino and he says he goes, "Yeah, no, I know there's huge creatures down there." And he and Charles was like, "Okay, what do you what do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, for example, several occasions when we are Descending towards whatever wreck we are looking at or whatever expedition we are on. When we are in sight of the ocean floor, you know, and all of our, you know, everything has been our propellers, our propulsion has been shut down, and we are slowly just making our way down.
1: With with uh heavy lighted with everything well lit on the far fo- well the, yep.
0: the very edge of the light that they can see not caused by their submersible whatsoever. Gigantic clouds of dust, of sediment, Sediment, sand, not dust, sediment, sand, everything, just churned up just as if a large creature of some sort decided to just dart out of view of this mystery vessel that's slowly, you know, coming into their neck of the woods, so to speak, right? Again, I, I 100 not of what
1: that what could have been.
0: Well what is it?
1: Well there is uh a giant um stingray deep sea stingray. Oh, and man. if that was like under you know how stingrays they'll kind of bury themselves under the the sediment and oh sure you know kind of you wait for uh um for prey or whatever, and you know, what if that was disturbed and it it yeah. just you know
0: I, I well, like I have- you said though Mike, it could be anything what if I mean it could be a unknown uh a species of of shark um oh, absolutely it, it could I mean deep sea sharks that we know to exist, those gigantic Greenland sharks, those six-gilled right. sharks, those things can get up to twenty 25 feet long. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they are ocean bottom dwellers for the most part of of their life. You know, they feed on. They literally, we literally have footage not me, not you. Footage of these massive sharks on the bottom of the oceans, feeding on the carcasses of whales that have floated oh. down to the bottom. You know, right. they're down there. These things are twenty feet long. That's what we know of. What do we not know is down there? I mean, it's it's terrifying. It's fascinating. Ooh, I don't know if I want you
1: know, to You know, there's, you know, like you said, they, they only see as far as their light.
0: Right, you know? exactly.
1: And what is just beyond that light and staying just beyond that light. You know, it moves <laughs> right. away as right. the craft is coming closer.
0: Oh, that creeped me out a little bit, yeah. You
1: know, it, it, it's you, your mind can go nuts thinking about what possibilities uh-huh. there could be.
0: And that's half the reason why it's so you have to be strong-minded to do stuff like that, Mike, because like you said, I don't know if I could, I don't know if you would be able to just, you're trapped in the submersible at yes. the mercy of the elements, at the mercy of, of technology, you know, but let's let's be honest here, but you're like, what is around us right now? What's looking at us? What's sitting there going, what's that tiny little thing that's floating just out of eyesight of me right now? I could swallow that thing right now.
1: Um, <laughs> actually, uh, a very large toady Fields.
0: Who the hell is that again? Please oh, clarify. Come on. Come on well, she it. was
1: actually a very funny comedian. Okay. In the sixties, maybe seventies yeah, as well.
0: I love how Mikey's so disappointed with, with, in
1: me. With, with one leg. She only had one leg, but she was funny as hell.
0: Well, I apologize anyway, to her and her family for not recognizing but to, uh, who that uh, was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But to, to, you know, to em- envision a gigantic one-legged toady fields just beyond the light of your submersible.
0: Well, how about this? How about a huge beastly bulgy Randy Quaid? <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Shelly Winters swimming by. Hey, why
0: not? <laughs> Why not? Got out
1: of the, got out of the Poseidon and is swimming past the submersible.
0: Okay, we're getting a, we're getting a little silly here,
1: Mike. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'll save that for a Patreon.
0: Say, Mike, it's been um, it's been a while since we've taken a, a seamless time traveling excursion, but let's uh, regroup, let's regather our thoughts, and let's dive into a little more of some real life monsters that we know yes, of that are terrifying it. in their own right. We have it. We. have it habit and then uh, some creepy ass potential legends that may well not potential legends legends that potentially may be true hold on boys and girls we shall be right back and we are back after yet another successful time traveling excursion we told you it would be seamless i mean no one needs to reveal the truth that this is actually a month and a half after we started recording this episode and
1: it took you that long to go to the bathroom
0: yeah, I've been drinking a lot today, <laughs> drinking a lot of fluids, yeah, uh, staying, that Coors Light. staying hydrated. Well, no, it's 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 all the water throughout the day. It's the water, and then, the, yeah, towards the end of the night, maybe I want to relax and have a Coors Light. What problem do you have with that?
1: I have no problem.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Then why'd you bring it up? <laughs> Small
0: talk? <laughs> like, Mike, your voice, your voice cracked a little bit. They're small talk? Yeah. Jibber jabber I have here in my professional notes... Bang, yes. Just a very tiny, tiny little list. Now, Mike, you and I need to go back and forth here with some of these legit, real-life, creepy-ass deep-sea monsters, okay? I mean, some of these things earn their name you you see their scientific name it's like yeah okay i get it i i I don't know what that means for the most part but (laughs) the the moniker the common name that they go by is like okay yeah i see it i see why it, it goes by that name i can see why you call that shark the goblin shark you know i can see why you call that why? Why you call that deep sea dweller on the ocean bottom the angler fish? Angler fish terrify me.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, horribly, disgustingly, uh, alien, alien.
0: Well, they look alien, and they have that flipping appendage that looks yep. like bait just dangling out in yep. front of their ginormous, <laughs> ex- gaping maws, you know, or whatever the hell you want to call teeth. them. Full of teeth, big, oh. sharp, pointy
1: teeth. Pointy. And then and what that is actually is bait, isn't it? I mean it's like fish come around and they Oh
0: absolutely that's what I was saying. Yeah. And then it's
1: like and yeah.
0: It's a lure, basically.
1: Yeah. And now is that the fish that can actually swallow things that are like eight times bigger than themselves? Like, uh, you know, it's
0: it's funny that you brought that up because <laughs> one of one of the creepy ass creatures and yes a lot of these deep sea ones they're not like you know they're not giants by any means a lot of these right. are, are small little creatures but you know exactly their faces their bodies you know what makes up their bodies are just so like you said like alien like and monstrous and I mean, monstrous yeah um
1: like the anglerfish i don't think gets very big at not all. not very
0: big you know maybe a foot <clears throat> foot and a half <clears throat> two right. feet mm-hmm. um Like I said, it's funny that you brought that up because one of the creatures I wrote down (laughs) is affectionately referred to as the black swallower, believe it or not. But this creature, try to envision, if you're kind of familiar with what your basic minnow looks like, it kind of looks like a little minnow with one slight exception. It looks like it has a basketball attached to its belly because (laughs) this flipping fish can actually... Engorge, digest other life forms until it expands to almost 10 to 20 times its own size
1: and i said eight times but yeah boo, that's that's i mean that's flabbergasting I, I, yeah.
0: <laughs> how does something evolve how do you evolve that survival mechanism where it's like nope this thing isn't i'm not i'm not wide enough i'm not bursting at the seams enough <laughs> you know i need it, to keep how, stuffing myself until i'm 10 times my size
1: yeah it, it's how they have had to adapt over their existence you know You know, however long these fish
0: have existed,
1: you know, they they adapt and that's what they got to do.
0: You know, and all of these survival methods, Mike, and we're not going to get deep in the weeds here on this stuff, but they're all so unique in a lot of ways. You would think that it would be more likely that... Different species evolved the same survival method, you know? Um, like, if it works for yeah. one, why wouldn't the others adapt that way as well? Oh, exactly. They're That's all good, so unique. Yeah. They're all so different. Mm-hmm. Like a squid will sit there and squirt out ink, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What other creatures have developed that, you know, capacity, that capability? I mean, it's everything is so unique and different and specific. It's just, I don't know, it makes you go, hmm... Smarter well, listeners out there, let us know why is everything so unique.
1: Well, and it's interesting about the squid and the octopi and all that stuff that uh, <laughs> you know they can immediately change their color, yeah, yeah, and their and their shape and their size and uh, like octopus, they can make themselves the shape of something different. Oh, God. you know, like a different fish or something, or they go against a rock or whatever, and and they disappear. Because they, everything that is on that rock, they change their, you know, outward appearance. to look exactly like that.
0: You know what is fascinating to me? It's amazing. The ability to mimic, mimicry, exactly as a yeah. survival technique is something that is just mind blowing. That me.
1: has to be a thought process. That can't be just. That's what I'm instinctually saying. Instinctually done. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, but talk about not getting too deep in the weeds here, but you go as far down, I'm doing air quotes, as far down the food chain or the chain of intellectual ability, and you're going down to insects who are able to mimic, you know, larger, quote-unquote, smarter life forms that, you know, are trying to feed on them. And it's just they somehow know to appear as if they aren't tasty little food items, you know. It's like, no, I'm actually this piece of wood you know yeah, because you're right. not going to eat that piece of wood
1: or i have changed myself into this much more impressive uh predatory right. fish that uh
0: yeah right no it's oh it's fascinating absolutely fascinating um i want to talk about a little bit it's 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 a recognized name now i want to talk about this for a little bit now the year I was born, Mike, way back in nineteen seventy-six. Talk about a large. Creature. That was a good year.
1: Great, great year for music. I thought. The oh, Summer of seventy-six.
0: Classic, classic music. Uh, the the bicentennial for the <laughs> for the United States.
1: I remember watching that on TV. It was pretty awesome.
0: Oh, I I can believe it. I can believe it, man. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, 1977. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, a very very large creature, Mike. Uh, before this year, totally unknown to man. Really? Caught in a fishing net. You know, go figure. You know, shockingly. 16, 17 foot long, massive shark, which affectionately became known as mega mouth. I'm sure you recognize the term. Oh, yeah. Megamouth, Mike. Absolutely. Extremely rare shark. Rarely seen still to this day rarely seen but this is something mike we're going back only to 1976 this massive beast of a shark we had no idea it it existed and there it is alive and well just happens to be caught in a fisherman's net you know whatever not just one fisherman (laughs) is out there catches this massive thing you know what i'm saying it's from a boat but that's just one tiny little example, Mike. Um,
1: yeah, and who knows? Uh, Grandpa Megamouth might be still down there somewhere. <laughs> you know,
0: Megamouth Senior. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. A- monstrously huge.
0: Yeah, this isn't a small shark. Uh, that that uh, shark in in particular was, like I said, sixteen feet. So it, it's estimated to per- potentially reach lengths of twenty, maybe even longer. 20 feet, maybe even longer. So that's like, right. my goodness gracious. I mean, that's just one tiny little example.
1: And uh, there's a reason that it's called Mega Mouth.
0: Yeah. Its mouth is quite mega. Yeah. <laughs> Not M A G A. I'm talking M E G A, as in mega huge, mega big, mega mouth. Um, yeah. It's when fully like extended, its mouth, I'd say, what five feet wide when it's gulping in it's it's tiny little food because this thing doesn't have teeth we're talking about bass earlier mike with its tiny tiny multitude of little little teeth
1: they just suck their food in don't they basically
0: the same thing as a megamouth. i mean it doesn't have like the classic shark tooth you know it's just kind of loaded with a bunch of basically useless useless teeth um Mm -hmm. similar to like a basking shark you know it's it's just—it's amazing to me that this huge creature. We had no idea what else is out there. That's one tiny, tiny little example, Mike. It is. I mean, there might be there might be a floating no out there. Maybe I don't know. Are you related to any sort of sea beast, Mike?
1: Oh well, well, I I am a sea beast. <laughs> you are. You are actually the bloop. You know. <laughs> the bloop. <laughs> Yeah, I know actually I'm Don Knotts said it's turned into a
0: fish. Oh, there you go.
1: <laughs> and I'm helping the Navy.
0: <laughs> what was that movie called? What was his character? The
1: Incredible Mr. Olympus. There you
0: go. God darn it! I can a never classic remember that.
1: That I love very much. Well,
0: because looking into uh, uh, some audio clips, potential audio clips for this episode, you know, I came across stuff that we've shared before, way back in the day, as the Alternate podcast. But it's more about like mysterious. Sounds recorded in the ocean, and still have no idea where the hell these sounds emanated from. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing. One of them is the f- infamous bloop, where mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, these noises just resonate for miles and miles and miles and yeah. miles, ultra powerful, and it literally sounded like bloop, <laughs> bloop. <laughs> I mean, much yeah. deeper resonance, much lower. Yeah, more than you can go with that. Yes, so. exactly. But Mike, <laughs> I am saying you are to blame. You are the bloop. I was like, well, holy well. cow. Did you that's see a that?
1: Second, that's a second one I've seen. That tonight. was whoa. Yeah, that was no bug.
0: That was not a that was interesting.
1: It like it came from behind me and on an angle up.
0: That went straight that up one. and yes, it went up, but then it went straight down. We're talking I'm and sorry, boys fast, and girls.
1: Fast, fast, fast.
0: That was an interesting light anomaly. I saw one earlier, I didn't mention it, but when you were messing with your your skeleton, mm-hmm. something that to totally Jetted forth towards like your webcam.
1: Well then there's three of them because I saw another one that went down like where the skeleton is, like down right in the middle of that. Now like, you
0: don't think you know. that was a I'm sorry, boys and girls. We're talking about these weird orb like things yeah. that appeared on Mike's webcam here. Let's talk about that for a second. Any possible any possibility that could have been a floating dog hair really close to the webcam?
1: Well, the
0: way that one was moving didn't look like a damn floating dog hair.
1: It was bright and it was so fast that the one that we just saw. It
0: went straight up and then it went like, then it shot downward.
1: Uh, Okay. So, how is that going to change direction? If if it's a, you know, there's no airflow in here, there's no fan on, there are definitely no bugs flying around here. I know that for a fact.
0: Oh, that's interesting. And yeah, it, so
1: three of them tonight,
0: and it looked like it had kind of okay. Don't take this in a sick way, boys and girls. And it looked like it had a glowing tip, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know, it kind of like had like the entrails, not entrails. <laughs> God damn it, a glowing tip with entrails. Oh, spilling out
1: <laughs> all over the place. Okay,
0: anyways, that was interesting, but
1: that was, but yeah, that very cool.
0: Keep an eye out. I don't know. Yes, we were talking uh, during our time traveling excursion that uh, Mike found. Uh, well, you explain what you were looking into and what well, you found, Mike.
1: Uh, I have the abstract to my house, and I was it, go, it goes all the way back to 1882, and I was looking at every single person, family, or whatever that's lived in this house since 1882, and from what I can tell, uh, three of them have passed away while living in the house, and two of them I know were in the 1800s that – a uh, very good chance they would have passed away in the house at that time, right? You no, know,
0: so, like you said, there was no hospital there in Enderlin at that no, at that time, no. as as far as you know, right?
1: Right, and well, and there's I don't know if there's ever been a hospital here.
0: Yeah, you would think that if there, not not in tiny little Enderlin, probably back in 1882. I would no. I would guess not.
1: 1882, all,
0: all the way up till when?
1: Yeah, all, well, through the 1800s, there was very little here besides this house because it wasn't a, a town until 1890 or yeah,
0: 1891.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Interesting.
0: Looking at some of these other creepy ass, I mean, known to science creatures, Mike, some of them have such great names. Like I said, like the blob fish. Have you seen pictures of the I blob have.
1: fish? It, it, it looks like a, like a, human face on a on a
0: oh my god it's creepy like a
1: half-filled water balloon
0: (laughs) yeah a dilapidated (laughs) like filled with you know vaseline mixed with ketchup or something i don't know what the hell it is but doesn't
1: have like a like a blobby nose it does that's yes it like yeah
0: just eyes in front like a freaking face it looks like that cartoon ziggy that cart that comic strip
1: Kinda. There <laughs> you go. Great, great. Yeah, comparison. Yeah.
0: What's was it just known as Ziggy? I think that's what his what I that cartoon so, yeah. strip was known. It kind of looked like him with like a with the tail and right. really pinky, gooey flesh. Yeah. Yeah, the blob fish. You Ugh. put a mustache
1: on it and a top hat, and you got something. Oh cool my
0: God! Hell, no. yes! Take that on the out on the road,
1: baby. <laughs>
0: yeah, I actually have that written down. Literally, looks like a blob with a nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I've I've seen that before. Yeah,
0: there are so many fish out there, not necessarily deep sea fish, Mike. And I'm drawing a blank right now, and I apologize. But one of them, it's it is utterly terrifying to see because its face looks eerily human, and it's mm-hmm. it's large, and it's it has like a very okay. Forgive me for the word bulbous. I guess forehead. It's shaped like it has its two eyeballs right underneath it and has like its its mouth and it's attached to a body of a fish and it's like, Good God all oh freaking mighty, what are you? I don't like hmm. it. I wish I would have uh written the name of that down. I'm gonna find out what that is, Mike. Um and
1: why? Why would why would they exist for that reason? I mean, with that look.
0: Well I mean, I've What purpose it, would it be? The one that I saw that creeped me out was because it was <clears throat> It was just like a, um, it was a guy like kind of snorkeling. He was hanging out, maybe twenty feet of water and stuff. And this fish was just curious, and it was swimming right next to him. Got up to his face and was just kind of looking at him, like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs>
1: you know? I, you would hear me scream for miles from underneath the water.
0: am <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just typing in creepy fish. I'm using my phone here right now with human face. Um, I, 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 again, I apologize. Oh, of course, I get all these freaking images of other creepy fish, the ones that I'm not looking for, but this was a big one. Uh, of course, there's the there's the blob fish, good old blob fish. Well, I'm not going to waste everyone's time. Oh, there it is, right there. I hate this thing. It's creepy. Yeah, it says, crazy-looking fish turns into a viral video. The Asian sheep's head. Asian sheep's head that's what it's called
1: I'm going to write that down so I can look it up
0: oh I hate it I hate looking at this thing
1: well we have sheep heads in our rivers
0: these things this thing looks like it's about four, five, six feet long I'd say probably 50 pounds or so Asian Asian sheep's head sheep's Sheeps.
1: head oh Oh, it's got an S on there yes it does Mm -hmm.
0: it does Yeah, he's hanging out with the scuba diving. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, we're on a roll tonight. We're talking about orbs. We're looking up pictures. and The listeners are going, what are you guys doing? We can't see this stuff. Yeah,
1: I know. We apologize.
0: Mike, are you familiar with the Mola Mola?
1: Uh, No, I'm not. I would like it if you would enlighten me.
0: Well, I don't really... I don't think of... This is being a monstrous fish, like a creepy, scary fish, but it's, it's huge. And it's just another example of a, of a bizarre, huge, huge, huge. It's a bizarre um, example of evolution, I guess, but it's the ocean sunfish, the giant ocean sunfish.
1: Yes. Amazing. Amazing. And gigantic. Enormous. I have seen a video of people swimming or scuba diving next to these things and they are dwarfed. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, but they are totally different from any sunfish that we think of in our <laughs> lakes and things. It's yep. just
0: they're not an the amazing
1: ma- looking fish.
0: They're not the, the little tiny panfish from Minnesota no. lakes. You it's know.
1: Shaped, shaped odd, very odd.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really s- seem to have like a tail. It has like a dorsal fin and it has like a, a lower I don't know, abdomen fin or. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and then, and then it's like at the back of those fins, there's really nothing.
0: Nothing. Yeah. Right.
1: So I'm, I'm going from memory. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. Yeah, and
0: you're right. And it's, I'd say it's probably about 10 feet at max, 10 feet square almost. It's like yeah. totally round with a massive head again. Well, it almost looks like a floating head with a couple of fins.
1: Boy, I'd like to roll some of that in some panko and put it in a frying <laughs> no. pan, I tell
0: you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you mentioned the lead 60s, 85-foot bony fish earlier today, too. Ah, I can't remember what cheesy joke that you cracked on that one. but yeah, Oh, enough. something about fish and chips. That's what you said. Oh,
1: about. no! yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, there's any number of creepy-ass sharks, too, Mike. I mean, we mentioned oh. the, me- the Megalodon. Who the hell knows if that thing is still ex- in existence or not? Chances are it isn't, but I'm not ruling out the possibility. Um, the only reason that we kind of maybe perhaps rule it out is just because of the temperatures of the ocean. They just don't kind of, they're not copacetic with what the temps were when these creatures did exist you know not necessarily oh, sure. known as deep sea dwelling creatures either they're more kind of in the kind of like more similar to the modern day great whites they hang out in the warmer waters that's theorized that's what they did who the hell knows um but i'm not saying that they aren't out there mike i'm not saying there isn't a massive 50 foot great white out there that's like oh, he- hello i'm a megalodon <laughs> yeah. you thought i was gone didn't you
1: I, a, I I I really truly believe that by that, the way, there's another orbit that flew
0: right to you again. Really? So, yeah. Oh, cool. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No. Yeah. I I have a a short list of actual oh, yes, real please giant giants. I mean, they're known, you know, they're giant compared to what you would think of. I mean, uh, like the first one that I have, it's a... um well, the big red jellyfish, I, you know, I didn't look that up, so just use your imagination. Those
0: things can get pretty darn massive, because I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. First and foremost, they're a jellyfish, and guess right. what? They're red. Yeah. <laughs> and they're big.
1: And they're, they're massive, and they got long tentacles that swing down and catch little fish.
0: Well, what is... Um, some of those jellyfish are terrifying, though, when you think about it. Is it the Man of War? jellyfish
1: well, yeah well I mean, the that, poisonous venomous for god's sake yeah bad bad and if you get stung by them you're supposed to have
0: somebody pee on it <laughs> right that's, it, that's true it neutralizes it it does absolutely i mean i know yeah. you have more than just the the big giant bulbous uh jellyfish unless you just oh, yeah. saying well,
1: that there is actually the giant isopod ah um and it's weird because it looks like a it looks like a lobster tail. Yeah. I mean, seriously, segmented, it's got the tail, and uh-huh. I'd like to dip that in some butter. I got an eating thing going on. Uh,
0: Mike's got a lot of food references to every one of these examples.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um,
0: Except the blobfish. Mike wants nothing to do with the blobfish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, an isopod, that's, you know, the species that it is. But they get to be 20 inches long. But if you, you know, you know think of those, you know, those little beetles that you see that you find they're
0: Oh well, they're everywhere. Yeah. Oh dang it! Like the little, the common black beetles with, with just like the head and the shell kind of. Is that what you're talking about? Or uh, does no. one have like a like the what's it called the thorax? Like no, the, no. What are you referring no. to? I don't know. Mike's distracted <laughs> by the train and his dogs. I know.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, there are giant sea spiders. I mean. Uh, oh they, yes, those are
0: creepy. Freaky. Oh my God, um, they're terrifying.
1: The giant sea spider, the, the regular one, uh, it can have like a 20-inch long span of their claws, which is huge, huge uh, for that. But anyway, there is a Japanese spider crab, and that, believe it
0: or not, gets up to 12 feet across. Oh, my God. No, thank you. No. No, thank you. Uf, the feed, uh. And again, what, what is uh, the evolutionary reason for that to reach that size? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's exactly. got to be. I mean, there's like obviously a legit reason, but I I couldn't think of it right now. But uh, survival, yeah, it has to be just survival and defense mechanism. It's like I'm bigger than you; you're not going to yeah. attack me.
1: And that could be all. You know, all it is is just a survival. Yep. Um, the giant oarfish. Now that's a mm. odd looking fish.
0: I it's, love oarfish. It, oarfish it's are very fascinating.
1: Flat like... in the face and. I'm going to shoot my dog, sure. Well, oarfish, Mike, those
0: things, oarfish can get ginormous. Um,
1: right. Uh, the largest that they had found was 36 feet long. Yes,
0: and that's just the one that's been, like you said, found and perhaps verified. Right. I um, mean, yeah. yeah, it's it's like the basis of, the le- of how many sea serpent legends from back, oh, sure. back in the day when people were braving the oceans for the first time. This thing, not only does it shimmer... I mean, it's beautiful, very, very but it has varied. like a red mane—what looks like a red mane of fur—floating, you know, from its head all the way down its spine. It looks mm. just wondrous, and it's like—is that thing real? Yeah, it's real. It's it is the, real. It's the oarfish.
1: Oh, and earlier, I did mention the deep water stingray. They can get to be. Uh, 16 feet in length but that's including the tail which would add quite mm, a bit but sure but
0: uh well mike even the in staying in the ray family we know about the manta rays for god's sakes so oh the absolutely
1: the well, then like enormous
0: yeah, 20 feet I or think, so
1: right and then in like where was it in somewhere in asia where they they caught the largest like river uh stingray and oh yeah I don't yeah know what this i don't know what the sizes were of that or anything but um, but huge. Uh, there is actually also a seven-arm octopus.
0: A seven-arm yep, octopus. I've
1: never heard of this. That
0: before. goes against its name. It
1: does. Um, <laughs> the largest found of that is actually eleven feet long.
0: A seven-arm octopus.
1: Yeah, eleven feet long. At you know at
0: seven eleven
1: with the legs. Yeah. Uh, the giant Pacific octopus is the last one I have. Now this. Amazes me. I did not. I did not know this existed, and what this thing could do is amazing. Giant Pacific octopus. The record size is thirty feet across, and weighing more than six hundred pounds.
0: Good lord! That's for a flipping octopus thirty feet.
1: Yeah, the giant Pacific octopus.
0: Goodness gracious! Now
1: it says 30 feet across. now is that
0: that has to be from, side to side. So is that from like tip of a tentacle to the tip of the other tentacle or you well know? that
1: would be length. If you go across, that would be from side to side, wouldn't it?
0: Gosh, I guess I don't know how they're how we're supposed to interpret that.
1: Well, this shows how good of research we do for
0: hey, this show. Hey, well, can <clears throat> come now, now no, I'm no, no, disappointed now. in myself. No, 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 no. You're always Mr. Mr. Positivity. Now that yes. was not that was a that yes. had to have been a dog hair that just floated past. you. Yeah, that had to have been.
1: You're getting like how f- I didn't see that, but how fast did it move? I that mean, one moved
0: it, f- it moved pretty fast.
1: Because yeah. I've seen I've seen uh dog hair floating right. going by. Well Great Pyrenees and a German Shepherd, especially the Pyrenees, you're gonna get a lot of fur. Oh, hell
0: yeah. Hell yeah.
1: So it's very slow. It's not a fast moving thing. But These what, what I'm fast. saying
0: though, Mike, the one that I saw, and I think you saw it too. I know I kind of joked about it having a glowing tip, but it really it did not look like it was hair because it was totally straight and it was mm-hmm. going upward and it had the, the very tip of it was bright.
1: Right. And it had like a like a tail. Yes. Like a like a like a uh, asteroid type
0: that's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah that's trail, what when yeah. I when I mistakenly said entrails I was trying, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of the, the proper word and I still can't think of the damn proper word, but I don't know if something's yeah. going on, Mike I think interesting I think I think maybe perhaps the spirits are maybe. A, getting revved up a little bit they're looking forward to that spirit box session they're like well yeah,
1: yeah you do all the research i did on the house here um could be interesting you know mike stirring up some stuff
0: mike we just that's the next patreon episode not only are you going to do the uh et impersonation yeah. i'll you,
1: work on it make it really good
0: <laughs> um let's do a video spirit box session at your house yes i'm talking yes. about well i mean I'm not saying we're not waiting until I make my trek down there to do oh. our next investigation at your house. I'm talking about the okay. next time we sit down and record episodes, we're going to record the screen here, and we're going to record the spirit box.
1: Well, weren't we supposed to be doing a lot more video uh, yeah. episodes anyway?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So Well,
0: we're also going to be doing that for um, not only Patreon, but for our YouTube page. Right. Um, I need to do that. But I've been so self-conscious, Mike. I'm like, are we really visual? Are you and I visual? Do people want to see you and I? I've been way too hard on myself. Because well, it, YouTube I think it's is more interesting. YouTube is obviously a visual medium. And more right. and more of social media is focusing heavily on video. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I get it. Everyone loves it. I wish we had more to just throw out there. I wish... I mean we have more but again I'm too flippin' self-conscious about most of it. I'm like nah.
1: Oh, there it goes again. There's
0: another one. I saw that one too. So I don't know, listeners, do you want us to be do you want to see more of us on YouTube? Let us know. We yeah, are going I... to we're, we are going to post stuff. I uh, I know it gets old cuz I've said that a thousand times and I apologize. I do post stuff from time to time, I'll put it that way. I want to post more. I have a lot more video. We have more video.
1: We need just, to do some video
0: I just don't know if it's worthy to put on there. episodes. I just don't know if it's worthy to put up on YouTube is what I'm saying. But why not? I
1: mean, people will have that choice if they want to see us or they just want to listen to us.
0: Yeah, I get it.
1: You know, it. we have we have interesting little spots here. And, <laughs> you know, they they might want to see our uh gesticulations and our Ooh. facial expressions and all of that stuff.
0: Well, we do have some stuff well, available,
1: obviously. Yes. Well, we need to make more.
0: We need to. Anyway. I, and I agree. 100% I agree. Yes. Where the hell were we? Oh, oh, I did already talk about that black swallower. Good God. Um, Are you familiar, Mike, with this? It's, uh, again, we seem to always find those words, that one word or two that we repeat over and over and over again. But this is obviously another... Adaptation of Evolution, but the barrel-eye fish, Mike, is creepy.
1: Barrel-eye fish.
0: Barrel-eye fish fascinates I me and never it's heard creepy, creepy as hell because it looks like its head is invisible. <laughs> or it looks like you can see through it because you basically oh, can. Sure. Um,
1: there are ghost fish. I mean, you can buy right. ghost fish for your tanks. Oh, you know. This
0: thing is, this, to me, this one creeps me out, though, because it's a decent-sized fish. It's body is totally solid, you know, and you can't see it. And I will admit that it's kind okay. of an illusion. Okay, it's an illusion because it looks like its skull is totally transparent. Because you see inside its skull, it's two gigantic eyeballs. Mm. I mean, you literally, you see the body, you see the fins. I've
1: seen that before.
0: Yeah, then you see the invisible or transparent skull with the eyeballs inside of it. Yeah, it's the reason I say it's kind of an illusion is because it's not its skull. It's not transparent. well, I mean that part is transparent but transparent. but its eyes have actually developed have it has evolved produced a transparent protective shield that has formed over its eyeballs. It's not part of its skull. its eyeballs are kind of protruding, but it's involved basically kind of like a windshield. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, hmm. not a windshield is there a, a wiper involved I was just going to
0: say it's not <laughs> you think underwater would need turbocharged wipers right um, As it, a squirt
1: fluid <laughs> onto itself to be wiped
0: you know that's something we need to dive deeper into no pun intended but yeah it's it's just crazy to look at this thing with this gigantic eyeballs just looking out of this little transparent shield it's like, and it, oh,
1: didn't Rodney Dangerfield look like that Kind what?
0: <laughs> His forehead was transparent. No,
1: okay. well, I don't know. I Bulging eyeballs. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. I got. I got the bulging yeah. eyeballs. Every time you say bulging, I think of Randy Quaid,
1: though. Bulging it? beastly man. Yes,
0: bulging beastly man. Um, Mike. I mean,
1: in a green leisure suit. Or it was blue, I think. <sighs> anyway, go ahead.
0: You know, kind of tying this in before we uh, run out of time here. You mentioned, Dang. yeah, man, your dogs are just lively tonight. Only at the Paranomaly Zone can you get discussion on the paranormal, strange, and mysterious, but also have interactions with two large dogs and a large train in the background. I yes. tell you, it's the only place you can find that.
1: And multiple orbs.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that
1: alone, is it would be fun <laughs> to have video on. People can watch for orbs. There you go. There you go. Yeah. See how many you can count throughout the episode.
0: So, uh, just to tie it in here before we run out of time, what is what are your, if you had to rank Mike on a scale of 1 to 10, the chance of the Kraken actually existing? <laughs> we're talking the Kraken now here. Yes. Um
1: that came from David Jones locker. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: do we need to describe what the Kraken is? I think it's, I think people listening to the show probably are familiar. Probably the, have a good idea. With the legend of the Kraken. What do you think, Mike, are the chances in the scale of one to 10 of mm-hmm. that in particular being legit? And Mike's grimacing. He's like, Oh God, he's putting well, me on the spot. I do uh, that because I love putting him on the spot.
1: Well, you know, there are things that are, well, what I have, uh, a definition of the kraken. I mean, this might be. Well, it's they they call it an aggressive cephalopod-like creature that's capable of destroying entire ships and dragging sailors to their doom.
0: And that's part of the legend, obviously. The legend, yes, of the massive- it's
1: actually a Scandinavian folklore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. No, we're we're basically talking about a massive. I mean, there's a giant squid. There's a colossal squid, and then there's
1: the Kraken.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Then there's this unbelievably, unthinkably massive squid known as the Kraken. I mean, we've said this how many times, Mike, on episodes that legends usually have a basis of truth to them. Right. I like to think that. I'd like to think that they're, he- well, not that I'd like to think because it's terrifying you feel sorry for them. You know that stuff like this has happened back in the day when early sea explorers, you know, trekking across this unknown, the vast ocean wilderness, basically. Right. How often did they reach a tragic end at the at the hands or the tentacles or what have you of monstrous sea creatures? Right. No, one, no one will ever know. No one will ever know. But tales survive And they survive for a reason because, hey, maybe it did
1: happen. Yes, very well put. Was it? Yes. Was it well put? um, put, But, yes.
0: Mike's (laughs) getting all, I don't know, now he's getting sassy now. I don't know what hell's happening
1: little sassy in my assy there a little bit. I'll, I'll oh, calm down for you. Gross. There.
0: That was gross. <laughs> I, was, I uh, just
1: wanted to rhyme,
0: man. Yeah, don't it rhyme. It
1: did not work.
0: No, not with those words. I yeah. retracted. Sassy <laughs> in my assy. I don't like that.
1: Uh, <laughs> sounds like something you better take something for.
0: <clears throat> oh, oh, by the way, uh, everybody, um, keep keep the uh, cuddle ghost <laughs> hashtag going. Yes, uh, yes. Mike, Mike, and I sincerely are talking about uh, making a T-shirt of that. We need to create a, a cool image, and uh, we'll 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 get that done, and we'll have it available sometime down the road. I mean, we we promise that, even if there's only if it's a very limited supply.
1: Right, it would be a very limited, <laughs> very, supply. very very limited but supply. But I, I want one for myself because yeah. I will wear the hell out of it.
0: But we will not, and I'm repeating, <laughs> we will not have the hashtag sassy in my assy going viral <laughs> anytime soon. So don't try to get that one going, but if you want to, no. that'd be hilarious.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: That's sassy with a Y. Um, and then yes. assy, I would that be I E for assy <laughs> sassy.
1: <laughs> Whatever you wish.
0: <clears throat> oh my God. We're going off the rails. I now.
1: could, uh, you know, right here, I should have it on my scallion sassy in my ass right on the brim (laughs) i can get that embroidered or something
0: (laughs) oh man that's going on that's on mike's tombstone right now yep 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 are you going to get a tombstone mike are you gonna do you have plans for that i mean it's a long way away are are you going to be like cremated and scattered um Uh, in a special spot
1: i'm actually gonna have a simple cross made out of two sticks pulled off of a pine tree
0: oh nice with the noodles pulled
1: off and stripped and have that nice aroma scent of pine (laughs) and then it'll eventually rot away and nobody will know that i'm buried there until maybe a thousand years later and somebody will excavate my body and i will be famous not knowing who I am, but look at what we found.
0: So, is it better? <laughs> is it better to become famous after you're dead? You, you'll never know your fame. You'll never know your fame. You'll never reap the benefits of your fame, or to never be famous at all. Which one? Ah, is it? That
1: would suck. <laughs> I, I'd just rather not be fam- famous. At all. <laughs> and I, I, the way it is now, I would. It's I kind would of not prefer to be famous. It's
0: kind of a slap in the face. If if you are seeking fame. And then you only achieve fame in death. That's kind of a that, sad irony, you know. And it's, yeah, but that would be better for me though. I yeah, I
1: I don't want the attention of being famous.
0: Yeah, especially I would
1: love first. to have attention from from what we do on the podcast because
0: yeah, you know, well, it's something course. we
1: love to interact and stuff. But other than that. Yeah, so, I'll take as much attention and fame from this as I can get, which hasn't started, no. started yet,
0: but but you know what I mean. And you know what? We're not giving up. We are not giving up. I don't care no. if we... After
1: 10 years, we're not giving up.
0: If we dwindle, well, 10 years and then reborn going on three years ago now. Did you know, Mike, right. uh, actually last uh, month was our third year anniversary of the Paranomaly Zone. So, really? Yeah. We, Man,
1: that's that's crazy it's I, been three years
0: since we've talked with uh ron moorhead for the last time and uh oh yeah shortly after that we talked with dustin can you believe it's been that long since we've talked with dustin for god's sakes uh um, boy
1: you we better get a hold of him again
0: yeah so See what he's been up to so you know i will a little a little, <clears throat> little patting on the back here it's not big by any means i posted this on the twitter the other day um It's kind of cool that this little podcast of ours, Mike, especially reconsidering the utter reset we did three years ago where the alternate podcast was erased. We
1: we suffered a little bit from that. No, we did.
0: Absolutely. And that was my fault because I I didn't have patience. I really
1: wanted to slap that big forehead of yours. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: and so did I, man. Um, no, no. I didn't no, no. put too much thought into it. I should have. I didn't give <clears> any <throat> of our alternate row podcasts a heads up at all that we were going to be taking a different direction. I mean, kind of, well, you know, kind of changing the way that we uh, focused on our topics and stuff. We um, wanted
1: to be more focused. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And more, you know,
0: Instead more, of, more, more, more. Instead of talking, literally having a conversation about anything for two and a half hours um, with no focus. But apparently a lot of people liked it. Um, But again, considering we had that total reset, basically started from scratch again. um, Yeah, the idea that we're, we're narrowing in, we're closing in very close on essentially a quarter million downloads with a few thousand views from YouTube thrown in. I think that's pretty darn cool.
1: I mean, I I'm, think that's fantastic.
0: You know, cause again, Mike, our YouTube page totally reset. Sadly, when I redid everything, we lost all of our previous alternate podcast views, which was closing mm-hmm. in uh, again, no big deal. I get it. I'm not trying to make it sound like we're anything other than we are, but we're, Closing in on forty thousand views total for the alternate right. podcast. All those got thrown out the window; they're not there anymore. <laughs> you know, so these new ones with the Paranormal Zone and these downloads—it's pretty cool that we can say a quarter of a million. It's kind of cool, kind of neat for our and, our little podcast here.
1: And that's that's in the last three years
0: total. So I mean, that's something to like, kind of maybe go awesome. Pat yourself on the back a little
1: bit. I won't pat myself on the back, but I'll, no. I'll be happy about it.
0: Yeah, I'm not patting myself on the back either. Yeah, I but... just
1: saw you do it literally.
0: Yeah, because I was saying, you, don't do that.
1: Oh, you're demonstrating like I <laughs> wouldn't know what you meant. God, dang it.
0: No, but my point, my point that I was failing to get at is that by no means is that a huge number. We understand that. But for us, literally being nobodies, we can't thank everyone enough who have listen to our podcast we can't thank them um any right. more heartily than yes we, than absolutely
1: and we already do so the we, love yeah. flows from us to every one of you
0: 100 uh, percent. every one of you <laughs> so, gosh and, my dog, and your too. dogs man your dogs are talkative tonight man are they are they waiting for dad to get off the the silly podcast what the hell Oof, I Mike, know. final thoughts on monsters, myths, uh, legend. Well, not even myths, but um, we didn't even get to that. We kind of talked about the Kraken a little bit. Uh, other, like biblical sea monsters, the the Leviathan, oh. like you said, Mike. Yeah, um, Le- uh, yep. absolutely. Its counterpart, the Behemoth. I'm not sure if you're familiar yep. with those two. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff. Sea uh, sea serpents, mermaids. For God's sakes, I know we had oh, a. Yeah. We had an episode focusing on mermaids mer men mer people um yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah manatees uh right. mistaken for beautiful women how, how
0: lonely are sailors man i get it <laughs> not I, that
1: manatees are out in the middle of the ocean but you no know.
0: but you know i get it though man it it, yeah. it happens it flipping happens you know how long whaling vessels went out mike they were gone for 3 years at times they take out oh yeah
1: off. boy that, that that giant sunfish probably looked pretty darn good
0: <laughs> I, never know. I don't care how lonely I got. That sheep's head thing is never going to uh, garner my interest. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. But sincerely, like you know, uh, whaling vessels back in the you know 1800s, they take off from Nantucket to return mm-hmm. two or three years later. Mike, exactly. I'm, yeah. I can't imagine. I people nowadays think they have it tough. They have a hard job. Yeah. I uh, mean, there's all the toils, the tribulations. No, no. <laughs> well, uh, you know, like even shit the shit uh, went like, down back in the day. Holy crap are people tough.
1: Exactly. Even like our ancestors that, that immigrated here, um, they'd get on a ship and uh, they, it could be three or four weeks or it could be three or four months that they would be traveling. Yeah, exactly. Depending on, you know the currents and everything and the winds and all that stuff.
0: And even if you made it, I mean, who knows if you're in, you know, you could could die out there. How many unknown shipwrecks are out there? You know, absolutely. It's a cemetery. The ocean is a cemetery. Mm -hmm. But gosh, man, monsters, Mike, does the ocean terrify you? Well, it doesn't terrify me, but, uh,
1: I would have to say that I respect it greatly.
0: That's a great way of putting it.
1: And, uh, as far as sea monsters, it's proven that we have actual real creatures that are in the ocean proven, found, documented, everything that can be classified as monsters. I, I, I believe that.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're monstrous at the least. Yes. Monstrous. And you know
1: and, and the the ones that are uh, legends or folklore. You could put them in a question mark category, some of them that, well, maybe, maybe something like this yeah. has popped up here and there.
0: Well, the deep sea is like space almost, Mike. It's so much. Oh, absolutely. So much is unknown. What, like you said, what we have scientifically documented down there can be truly terrifying. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Literally monstrous in appearance. Even if they're tiny little like dragon fish or something, they're goblin right. fish, you know, these t- right. just. Bizarre creatures, yeah, um, and the
1: f- and down in the deep, the the fish that have their own light source, even
0: oh yeah, bioluminescent you know, creatures. Bio-lumin-
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, I talk about a f- unbelievably mind-blowing aspect of evolution again, being able to produce your own light for God's mm-hmm. sake. That's a miracle.
1: <laughs> <It's>, right. <laughs> I can produce my own light. Can you? Yes, but I need to be in a certain position with a match. And and
0: uh, <clears throat> that's oh a my lord! That. And on that one, we are wrapping up the show, <laughs> Mike. Uh, we do not recommend what Mike was suggesting because, no, and I
1: have never done that. So,
0: <laughs> oh I, sure,
1: sure, I haven't. I swear to God, I haven't.
0: Unfortunately, I've seen people do it, and um, yeah, no, thank you. But <laughs> on that note, thanks everybody for hanging with us tonight. It's been a blast, as always, Mike. Yes. It's always good seeing you. Another great discussion. Another Absolutely. good time. Until next time, Mike, what do our awesome friends of the Paranomaly Zone podcast need to do? Peace out.